good morning from All Things SR Podcast. Good morning, Leslie. How are you? Good morning, Pam. I am doing well. I think it's just been, you know, we're in the end of August, which I really am having trouble wrapping my brain around. (laughs) There's a lot of people who've gone back to school. I know several of our local high schools uh, are back in action. I know Penn State started classes this past Monday. Mm -hmm. Um, I as you know, I'm a big fan of summer and I will hold on to summer as long as I can not handle having my toes freeze in sandals. Um, so it's just, it's just been a whirlwind and between work and personal commitments, it's been, you know, it's, it's been quite the week, but, um, mm-hmm. It's also been hard to believe, and I, I already know people have been chatting about this, that we are at the end and of Gabriel's yeah. Promise. Yeah. I really, it's giving, I'm, get, I'm having a pause here because, you know, it's almost like the end of August. Mm-hmm. Dare I say, heading towards the end of summer. And we're wrapping this up. I mean, it's, it's like closing chapters and beginning new ones. I know, uh, I know. It's uh, this has been a fun book to go through in many and it really many has ways, in many ways. And I kind of think it's been fun uh, going through it as we see rapture in front of our eyes, mm-hmm. right? As we see the production mm-hmm. um, and how it's all unfolded. And it's great to see those scenes on film and then talk about the pr- promise and where mm-hmm. they where they evolve from that point on screen to mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. to where they where are in the book and where we talk about it yeah it's it's pretty cool yeah, yeah. Uh, as as you know there's lots of things in the chat right now that i and there are a couple i wanted to highlight because mm-hmm. um you know betty betty was the one who's like i can't believe we're at the end mm-hmm. and we still have so many unanswered questions. Shell's saying maybe SR has a file with all the unanswered questions. Oh, I'm sure he does. <laughs> I well, he says right. I mean, he does have his notes. And always, um, Lori said it would be very nice, Shell, if he has uh, that file. And <laughs> Lori saying I'm slow this morning, Lori. So am I, my friend. So am I. I was telling uh, Pam, I picked up a dear friend from uh, Baltimore, Washington International Airport uh, who flew in. Her flight had been delayed, so it was already going to be a late pickup, but it got later. So we didn't get back. I dropped her off at my friend Suzanne's and we didn't get back until I didn't get back home until probably around 1.30, quarter of two this morning. Um so it has been a slow morning, but I'm, I am excited about this weekend uh, because Lady Gaga is coming to Hershey. Yes, you're going to see Lady Gaga. Going to see Lady Gaga. And uh, my girlfriends and I are having a little uh, fun time this weekend. So that's good. It you should be. That. Yeah, it should be fun. It should be a lot of fun. And I haven't seen. I haven't seen Denise in 
<clears throat> I can't remember how long. It's it's been a while. So she's, she's one of the uh, your travel buddies, isn't she? The fifty by fifty. Exactly. Okay. Yes. Yes. In fact, uh, our hope, our our plan initially was getting our the gang back together again, um, and unfortunately, my one friend's mother is in the hospital and really struggling, and it's it's uh, so please please say fr- prayers for my friend. Um, Who's not only dealing with that, but then two of her beloved fur babies are facing some serious health issues as well. So she's kind of got three three terrible things going on at once. And then my other friend, my dear friend, Reese, um, who you hear me talking about, is also uh, couldn't come for uh, professional reasons. Um, so uh, she has some uh, events that she's this, the concert Sunday night, so um, mm-hmm. she had to pivot her plans. But three three of the five are going to be together, well, so it it it'll be fun. It'll be good. Yeah, we. Uh, yes, I'm. I, I'm actually being stared at by a fur baby in a malevolent way. Aww. But I'm glad to see she's staring at me in a malevolent way because she's the one that's been so sick. So she's getting better, hopefully. Anywho. Yeah, so it'd be, it's uh, been quiet around here. I took the uh, mini I know, me. Elizabeth. Yes, the mini-me is back in New York. Back in the... She starts school on the Wednesday after Labor Day. And uh, she's very excited. It's, you know, not quite her vibe. But she, but she's, um, you know, she's okay with it. <laughs> she and her language. Anyway, yeah, it's preteen stuff. So, well, I always say she's like what ten, eleven, going on twenty-five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I told mm-hmm. you that the other day. Mm-hmm. So she laughed at me, but she's she's got a new TikTok thing going with her warrior cats, which she plays a lot of. So. And I get I get messages all the time of TikTok cats. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Whatever. So it's fun. I yeah. I'm glad I'm glad you had time with her. It seems like you had a really good Yeah, we you know, we've been stranger things. I wanted to tell you I didn't even get to, but my work week was so nuts, I didn't even get to tell you that as well. I actually finished Finally, we finished the last two episodes of Stranger Things as well. If, mm-hmm. if you guys haven't seen that, which you probably all watched it when it came out, oh, highly yes. recommend. But wow, the, it's powerful. The performance arts are great, but um, it really, it's gotten so much darker than when the original show came out. Absolutely. So just be, just be warned. It's, it's uh it's crazy, but it's 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 so it's com- so compellingly good, but it's it is dark. If if you're not into that kind of thing, which I usually am not, just uh, be aware. Yeah. Shell says she hasn't seen it. No Netflix. I imagine at some point it will emerge um, on another, you know, on another platform mm-hmm. where you can see it. I actually was surprised watching TV the other night. Um, Lucifer, a fave series of mine, um, which I still haven't seen the last season, but uh, Lucifer is coming to TNT. So 
there you go. It looks like that show's worked out some syndication deals. So bravo to the producers and the cast, Tom Ellis and crew for that. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, that is a really enjoyable uh, ensemble. Uh, Shell's like, love Lucifer in big capital letters. I do too. Mm-hmm. I, I credit Susie from Australia. Uh, Susie, the uh, moderator for SR Fans Australia. She's the one who uh, mentioned the show. She thought Tom Ellis would make a great Gabriel. Tom Ellis um, is gorgeous. Way, 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 way back in the days, mm-hmm. you know, before Passion Flicks even existed. Um, so I, I, credit, I credit her for... Uh, suggesting it and really, really, I, I love ensemble casts and this, the chemistry between all the actors is just uh-huh. great. Um, great storytelling, lots of fun. And Tom Ellis is just charming as I'll get out. Um, yes, he is. I, I so. see we have a lot of Lucifer fans. Mm-hmm. Betty says, I need to finish watching Lucifer 2. And Betty says, Tom Ellis is my Nicholas. Oh, Betty. That would be oh. good. He would be good. He, was, he I started, would be good. I started watching it when it was on network TV, and then they canceled it on network. And it was, I remember there was a whole um, thing going on about having it picked up again, and Netflix did. So that's why yeah. That was one of the first shows that kind of had that survival or revival from. And and that was credit to the fans. I, I read a little bit about that. You know, I was late, very late to the Lucifer party. I mean, it was completely in syndication and or in um, in over at Netflix. I think they were probably in their fourth season when I started um, watching it. And uh, yeah, I, I think it's it is amazing. You know, we're on the Span podcast for SR, and. You can see now how fans do make a difference, and you know, without without the fans, we wouldn't have had the Gabriel films. Without Betty and, and Curling putting pushing it yeah. every all the time, who's your neck, who's your Gabriel, and yep. you need a Gabriel we want a Gabriel hashtag. We want a Gabriel yep. <laughs> movie. <laughs> so I see a black lab lady likes Lucifer too, and Lori notes. Uh, Susie has good recommendations with books also. Yes, I call Susie my book whisperer. Ah, Anna, good morning. I see Anna PK is on floor. Ellie, early, early in Cali. Uh Elena, Lori, Betty, and Shell. Um, Anna's noting she's sending good vibes Thursday. She says, send good vibes Thursday as I finally transition my 15-year-old client. Oh, my goodness. Her 15-year-old client from Belmont Psych to a specially designed individual group home in Pittsburgh. Oh, my last you're Philadelphia not be coming workshop. out my way. So many people have worked months and months to make this happen. Please be successful. Oh, Anna, definitely sending the good vibes, Absolutely. prayers, all all the positive energy towards that. Uh, that, I know when you had mentioned this several months ago, this case you've been working on, um, I'm really prayerful and, and hopeful that this works for your client. Um, it really, really uh, is amazing all the work that you've put in and, and you can really help change this family's Absolutely. life. So, Absolutely. And thank you for the work you do. Um, and she's getting lots of love in the chat. 
Uh, PK Tabby and Flora both haven't seen Lucifer either. Well, I don't know if you get if you have access to TNT. Um, it's a cable. It's not a streaming service, but it's going to be starting on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also on Netflix. <laughs> Betty says sure. I need to start my campaign. Paul, call, hashtag Paul, call Elizabeth. <laughs> I love it. Somebody, I, I saw somebody it. yesterday mentioned, I think it was on Twitter, that they really need to, oh, I know what it was, um, from Goodreads, a uh, question from Goodreads, asked if they were going to, anybody was going to be doing, SR was going to be doing a book on Paul, and his mm. response was he has a, a file, he does deserve his own book, but he's just, it's, he's not working on it yet, so. Uh. In the future. <laughs> In the future. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. So stay tuned. <laughs> and Anna saying uh, that she's coming to, and, comes to Philadelphia. Then my Philadelphia visits will be for fun, right. not God. Right. <laughs> Don't you love the typos? I do. I well, do. I know I've been a little extra chatty this morning, and I think it's because of the lack of sleep and um the excitement, but I know I want to dig into the chapter. We have some news from SR World before we do that, though. Right. Uh, he's going to be with us next week on uh, next Saturday, the 3rd. Uh, to, oh, my gosh. For, you know, it's Julia's <laughs> birthday and it's to discuss the Gabriel's Rapture Part 3. And then he's on a chat with Argyle Empire on Facebook on September 4th from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern time. Right. So it's it's an SR weekend. SR weekend. weekend. And also the uh, promo Sticky Little Leaf for Passion Flix discount of three ninety nine uh, is valid until August thirty first. So a few more days to do that. Yes. I need to keep telling people and sharing mm-hmm. that you know, it's it's a good deal. It is. It's a really, really good deal. As Betty says, SR is back on tour. Yes, he is, Betty. He, mm-hmm. he mentioned that, actually. He's going to be out um, virtually, obviously, uh, chatting on different platforms mm-hmm. uh, in September. So stay tuned as we get more. Um, and we will be also sharing the answers I got my questions to him very late, mm-hmm. and we also suspect he may be out and about. So, and if you know, I we'll don't be, have all the answers to the questions for this chapter, but we will share when we get them. them. Yes, when yeah. we get them. One of the one of the great things about where you know if he's he mentioned that he has lack of internet connection for a good portion mm-hmm. of where he's been this past few weeks. So. Anyway. Well, I'm just happy he's had a chance to to go somewhere different and travel. I know travel is such a big part of his research, um, yes. his research and his enjoyment. So mm-hmm. I, I just think it's it's wonderful to be able to do that. Absolutely. So and it helps as he prepares for writing. And uh, he, I read where he should be able to start sharing a little more about what what he's been writing. So. In not too distant future, so he's but he hasn't finished the book yet. So, anyway, stay tuned. Absolutely, as we know, SR is always worth the wait. Mm-hmm. 
So we are now at the second part of chapter 64, the final segment of Gabriel's Promise. And last week, uh, when we last spoke about this chapter, it was a really beautiful segment of Paul and Julia really having that reconnection as friends and Paul's acceptance of Julia and Gabriel's marriage mm-hmm. and Paul being a bit at peace with that as well as you know the hint of 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 having other uh, options uh, when he gets his phone call from the beautiful Elizabeth mm-hmm. the one so <laughs> so uh, as as they were ending that part of the chapter, Paul and Julia had uh, hugged, embraced. Paul was going to go off and uh, go back to the library to finish some research. And uh, Julia was going to continue on. And they heard footsteps from nearby. And they turned and Julia saw Gabriel striding towards them with sweet little Claire gleefully kicking her bare feet, hugging her toy bunny. And Paul bent down and whispered to Julia, I see my rabbit as a hit. (laughs) And (laughs) because as you know, uh, Paul's bunny was uh, a favorite of little Claire's. And yes, Betty, as, as Betty noted, Paul got closure finally. And oh, look, Gabriel's back. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> so as you know Gabriel had been away doing interviews and uh, was just returning to rejoin his family and so <laughs> Julia um, after Paul commented about the bunny said please don't mention to Gabriel um, but it really is Claire's favorite toy she doesn't go anywhere without it mm-hmm. and Paul said she had great taste <laughs> and yes, Gabriel shall. He's back. Yes, he is. <laughs> and as Gabriel reached them, he greeted Julia first and then extended his hand to Paul. Paul greeted him with Professor. And at that, Gabriel suggested he should just call him Gabriel. After all, he wasn't a student anymore. And truth be told, Paul now was teaching, he was a professor in his own right. Julia was surprised, as was Paul, who quickly recovered, calling him Gabriel. Mm -hmm. So, again, not only did Paul and Julia have this kind of uh, reconciliation and closure, but I feel like just with that interaction, Gabriel has kind of gotten his confidence and his I think he felt more settled in knowing that Paul isn't constantly trying to get Gabriel or Julia away from him (laughs) so Julia was curious um, asking Julia was curious when um, finding out exactly when Gabriel had returned and he said it was just a little while ago he'd gone straight to the rooms to drop off his luggage Uh, retrieve Claire Mm -hmm. and then go looking for her and he said he mentioned he saw Don Moldhouse and Don said he thought 
that she was over um, in this area of Oxford. And she leaned over and kissed little Claire on her head and, and proceeded to introduce Paul to Claire. Because remember, Paul had never met Claire. No, he sent pictures. He sent the gift, but just pictures. And it's, uh, you know, since they really kind of had their 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 split mm-hmm. um gabriel uh, as and betty says coincidentally julia where is your rabbit and mm-hmm. gabriel allows paul to call him by his name and now baby claire can finally call paul uncle paul <laughs> shell's <laughs> noting that gabriel has changed for the better and betty says mm-hmm. what a difference four books make <laughs> <laughs> Very true. It only took four books for Gabriel and Paul to become friends. <laughs> yes. And Flora's saying, I love so much that Claire loved that bunny, as if she knew how sweet and amazing Paul is. And Anna's noting, Gabriel's a smart man. He will never push Paul regarding his Julianne. Well, and I think I think that's true, but I also feel like Gabriel knows, Gabriel's confidence in his relationship with Julia. True. You know, he might not trust Paul, but he does trust Julia with his life. And I think, I think that helps. And they have sweet little Claire between them. And so this introduction happens and Paul reached over wiggling the bunny and said, hello, Claire. Claire pulled the bunny away from him saying, ba 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 ba. Paul assured her that he would not take her baba, And... Paul asked how old she was, and Julia noted she's just over seven months. Julia spoke to Claire, asking her how her day was, and she chattered back, as those sweet little babies do. And yes, as Betty noted, um, Julia would never cheat on him, so why worry? And Shell says he trusts Julia, which is true. But, but um, you know, there's still always a little bit of an inkling of mistrust with Paul. Yes. Well, after all, Paul was the one she ran to when Gabriel wasn't there. That's right. Um, and Ellie also very wisely states, Gabriel knows he has to tolerate Paul and he does trust Julia. It's true. It goes back to the conversation that they had. And Julia's like, please don't, please don't do this. Paul is my only friend. You know, mm-hmm. back in Toronto, he really was her lifeline in so many ways, mm-hmm. her guide and lifeline. So um, I think that plays into it, too. Awesome. <laughs> in Claire's mind, she was thinking and things bye bye bye. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And Shell says, Gabriel and I don't trust Paul completely. <laughs> well, we'll have to see what happens. Um, yes. so if, if he writes any more. Uh, yes. And Anna says, Julian has always been naive regarding Paul. I, I do see that. I do agree with that. Mm-hmm. She didn't see how much Paul was just hopelessly in love with her. She saw him as a friend. She didn't see that... Um, connection that he wanted to make with her. Paul's the only friend who is not connected to Gabriel, unlike Rachel, Betty notes, which is also very true. So, you know, as the baby is chatting to Julia, Gabriel said that Catherine had invited them to dinner at 630. 
with appropriate dress, of course. Mm-hmm. And he hesitated and looked over at Paul, who was dressed really casually with his button-down shirt and jeans. And Paul did, however, um, it, well, in fact, Gabriel was uh, pulling on his pristine white shirt, mm-hmm. possibly mm-hmm. subconsciously, just uh, yeah, because yeah, kind of confirming he is still the well-dressed, uh, well-appointed man mm-hmm. uh, that he always has been. And Paul looked over at the library, mentioning he had to look up a few things for his lecture the next day, but he would change and then meet them at All Souls for dinner um, at 6.30. Mm-hmm. Gabriel nodded, and Julia thanked him as he departed for the direction of the Magdalene Library. So, <laughs> Betty, Paul looking like a stud in casual wear, of course. Of course. With the hearts coming out from her face. And, oh, good morning, Ashley. She had a long night and she overslept. I was wondering (laughs) where you were. And Anna's saying Gabriel and Paul will never be best buds, which is true. No. No, I don't think think they'll be going out to any pub later on and having a a, 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 a god-awful bud together or a Guinness (laughs) or any kind of a hard cider. No, I don't see that. But I do see them... Obviously, being cordial and friendly mm-hmm. and they're professional, and they're and their colleagues, right? So, plus, you know, let's not forget Gabriel worked very closely with Paul, supervising him at Toronto, mm-hmm. and so they did have that working relationship before Julia even came into the scene. That's true. Um, That's true. <laughs> but he's saying, "Who's Gabriel's BFF? Catherine." <laughs> I, I besides think, Julia, she besides said. Besides Julia, yes. Absolutely besides Julia. So, Julia then turns to Gabriel, thanking him for being so nice to Paul. And, because uh, Paul had been very supportive of her all week. And he, she was grateful that he was there, considering how Cecilia had given her the gold shoulder home. So, yeah. Gabriel's like looking off, and he's like, you know, that something had changed in Paul. Mm-hmm. See, I think there. I, mean, yeah. I think Elizabeth has an influence on him. Um, you know, I I think so too. And you know, Black Lab Lady noted Paul's lips touched Julia's. Gabriel will never forget that. That's right. And Floor said, no matter what, Gabriel will always have his guard up with Paul. That's which true. is true. But I think there's this recognition now that he's he's kind of noticing. There is a difference, is and a difference. Betty says, really? Do you tell, Gabriel? <laughs> um, well, I think I've mm. got an Elizabeth uh, from St. Mike's is uh, giving him some influence. Yes, and Anna has a good point, too. When Gabriel supervised Paul, Paul constantly maligned Gabriel to Julianne. Mm-hmm. I did forget. Mm-hmm. I did forget that, Anna. That is a good point. That is a good point. So, um Julie, but you know, she she couldn't ha- tell him how much anything like that was after only seeing him for a few seconds. Then Paul then asked what happened with Cecilia. And uh, Julie is scratching her neck and she says, she's gone. And she says, she ran into Paul after she left Julie at Cecilia's office. And Gabriel pulled her hand away and, like, well, what happened? Basically, what happened? Um, and Julia says she's not approving my study abroad, which 
is so stupid on Cecilia's part. Oh, absolutely. And, and I think, you know, as much as they were hoping it would happen, it, it just, it didn't. Yeah. She was nasty about it. So then he asked Julia what Cecilia had said. And uh, Julia said, you'll be proud of me. I told Cecilia that I was switching supervisors. Which I loved. I know. That was such a great scene. So it, says it shows her strength and growth throughout. Mm-hmm. So she said, uh, she, uh, Gabriel told her that he was always proud of her. And he, uh, or is she sure she wants to do that? And he said, she said, yeah, because absolutely, because she was very spiteful and vindictive. And she was not going to tell who she was working with. But she, when, you know, he asked, gave a list who she was working with. Um, but, you know, I mean. Well, yeah, and Cecilia was kind of pressing her for, she well, wasn't gonna say anything. who's going to supervise you? <laughs> mm -hmm. And so she's, you know. She said that uh, she'd be working with, finally said she'd be working with Catherine. Cecilia's also telling us she's no longer going to sit in her dissertation committee and would not write a letter for her job market, which Gable thought was disgraceful because, you know, they had worked together for a couple of years. And that is when Julia knew that she could not work with her. It was the right thing to mm -hmm. do, not just for their relationship, but also for her career. Because I think in the long run, Cecilia is the one that's going to be hurt by it. I, I actually, I do too. I think that's, I think her knee-jerk reaction is going to backfire on her. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and you, you think that once she, Julia finally gets to talking to, Chris, uh, to Matthews, Greg Matthews, that's really when it's going to hit the fan for her. Anyway, that's my, mm -hmm. just my prediction. Yeah. So, you know, when Julia knew that she could not work with her and it was the right thing to do, and not just for their relationship and her career, but she didn't want to have to walk in eggshells for fear that she was going to be dropped. And Catherine would never do that. You know, Catherine can be stern and strict, but she would never just drop Julia right. like that. Um, Absolutely. Well, and before, before you go on, there's a bunch of good comments here in the chat. Uh, Elena is saying, poor Cecilia is creating a mess for herself. Shell saying, Cecilia is just as sketchy as Guido. And Anna, I love saying, the trust triangles, Gabriel, Julianne, and Catherine. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And absolutely. And I know, and I've noted before, Gabriel would be a fool not to forever be quasi-guarded regarding Paul professionally and personally. Um, and Betty said, you know, when Paul was maligning Gabriel, she said malign, more like Paul gave Julia the insight Gabriel refused to give Julia. If it wasn't for Paul, Julia would be walking into relationship blindfolded and thinking Gabriel was not as damaged as he truly was. This helped her open her eyes and try to be realistic instead of continuing to put Gabriel on a pedestal. So really good insights, everybody. Yeah, that is, that is, yeah. Mm -hmm. So... Gable's like, so you're coming to Edinburgh? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So Julia told him that, well, she still needed to talk to Greg Matthews and she would update Catherine at dinner. 
And Gabriel was furious with Cecilia and asked if, uh, if he should speak to her. And Julie showed him the handle there. <laughs> you know Gabriel wanted to. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, he would, and he mm. would have at, at the slightest inclination that maybe he, you know, Julie gave him, he would have gone right there. Right. But, you know, I also think it's interesting because I, you know, Gabriel, when he told her this, old, you know, Gabriel of, of, of several years prior would have flown off the handle. Oh, and had, would, you know, would have stormed. You know, I I, I see uh, Julia's portrayal of Gabriel as he like storms like a bull down the hallway in mm-hmm. uh, I think it was in Inferno, mm-hmm. and I, I that's how Gabriel would have been a couple years ago. But I mean, now it's 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 different, and they're they're tackling problems together. That's true. So. That's true. Because he, you know, he would have been right there at Cecilia's office, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. absolutely. Uh, PK Tabby says, I never liked Cecilia in the Redemption and Promise. And Shell said, um, Paul was e- eavesdropping um, back then. Anna said, Cecilia's jealousy is creating professional suicide. Completely agree, Anna. Um, Cecilia now has Catherine, Julia, Gabriel, and more in the education community not trusting her decisions now, mm-hmm. Ellie noted. And Gabriel wanted to chew out Cecilia so bad, Flora said. I'm sure he did. Mm-hmm. Sure he did. Huge mistake. Huge. Black Lab Lady said, yes, I love Pretty Woman, too. <laughs> that, that is a good scene in, in Pretty Woman. Yeah. Betty said Cecilia is going to lose credibility once Julia excels and proves she's Absolutely. talented and a dedicated student. Hundred percent, absolutely. absolutely. Mm. And but you know, but anyway, so, so Julie's assuring Gabriel that you know, no, you don't have to say anything. She'd already taken care of it. So he just he, changing the subject a little bit. He says the university has, has offered them um, a row house on Drummond Street near Old College, and there was a coffee shop on the corner a, and a good place to be walking with the stroller with Claire. <laughs> And mm-hmm. and Walter agrees with all of us. Um, <laughs> and I happened I happened to pull up on on Google Maps yesterday just where that was, and it is a nice street. I mean, it's it's you know stone houses on either side and whatever, but it's not got the big hill so that if you're walking with a stroller, having to push it uphill is not as bad. So, but you know, nice little nice little area. I love it. Um, so, uh, Julie said that they would have to baby-proof the house, since by that time Claire would probably be walking. And this kind of disturbed Gabriel a bit. Because <laughs> <laughs> baby has to remain a baby. Right. Um, so he ran his fingers through his hair. He's like, so soon. <laughs> Just wait. Just yeah, wait, Gabriel. Wait, yeah. It gets even, <laughs> gets even better. Wait till she's mobile. And I think that's why my hair is so curly, because when I was growing up, people really didn't baby-proof houses the way they do today. And I used to like to stick my fingers in the, the outlets. No, Pam, no, you I did, did not. I did. <laughs> Boy, that explains so much. Yes, doesn't it? <laughs> Anyhow. Oh, my gosh. Another chapter for your book. And, you know, but... And I can remember baby-proofing the house with Patrick and putting the stuff in the plug so that he would pick up on <laughs> To make sure he doesn't do that. I eventually had wow. to do something with my un- under the sink because one day I was at my mom's house 
or he was a toddler, and I walked away from him for two seconds. And he had under the sink open, and he was he had a bottle of I don't know whether it was Mr. Clean or Spick and Span, and he was getting ready to open it. And I was like, oh. Well, and I want to say a special hello to dear Dahlia. She says, hello, ladies, missed you lots. Uh, Dahlia, for for those who don't know, is one of our sweet friends and fans from across the pond. She uh, is in Egypt and is a really great fan of the Gabriel series. So, so glad you could join the chat. We are talking about the last section of the last chapter in the last and latest book. Uh, Gabriel's promise. So it's so, uh, so happy to see you, Dahlia. Hope you're having a good afternoon. That's right. You know, he, Gabriel is not ready for. <laughs> no, Gabriel's not yeah. ready. <laughs> or walking clear. Not at all. Not so, ready at all. And, and uh, he, he, yes. you know, he also said, you know, that Julia said, on the other hand, that would be that it would is a good thing that they'll be able to explore Scotland and Edinburgh together and you know um oh you know, they'd both be busy joy. but they would they would be together so because she'll be teaching uh for Graham and also be, be at his lectures and his coursework absolutely Absolutely. And Shell asked a question. Was Marinelli at Julia's Guido paper presentation? I think she was, but I'm not sure. It's Any a, fans know? Let me see. I'm, I don't know whether I have, I have my, I have redemption out. And I don't Shell, know. So far I think we your... will get back to you on that. I'm going to look on, look into that. Yeah. So, and yeah. I'm not sure if he mentions it. I don't, I don't remember either at this moment. So We'll check it out. And Betty's talk saying, you know, uh, they learn to walk and then they figure out how to get out of the crib. <laughs> Look out. Look out is right. Make sure you have a lock on that door, Gabriel. <laughs> Anna's saying she loved Gabriel's realization that Claire wasn't going to remain a baby. <laughs> Buckle up, Professor. Absolutely. <laughs> You're in for a ride. Um, and Shell's saying if Marinelli was at the lecture, she would have seen and heard how smart she was and original her work is. And Anna noted when when her boys were young, she had outlet covers and cabinet latches, but her boys ruined many VCRs shoving stuff in them. A grilled cheese comes to mind. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, Oh, yeah. Gabriel's, uh, Gabriel's in for adventures. I just remember that. And Betty's saying, I don't remember Marinelli being at the first presentation. I don't think Marinelli was at the first presentation. I agree with you on that, Betty. Yeah. I, I wasn't I was sure if she, had, I thought she may have attended this recent one, though. But, but, you know, but Gabriel's, you know, he's, he's coming, he's kind of put that out of his mind a little bit, the growing up clear. And, uh, yeah. He, he, uh, told her that Graham would be as lucky to have her teaching for him. He, he picked Julia up, twirls her around, and uh, she squealed for him to put her down at Professor Woodhouse to see them. <laughs> so Gabriel doubted that, saying, I'm sure that Professor Woodhouse had uh, twirled a few pretty thing, young things in his day. 
which I'm sure is true. And I just think this scene would be beautiful as well. I could envision just the pure joy on the professor's face when and the relief that they're going to be together. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't think they can really bear the idea of being apart for that long. And uh, well, then, yeah. no, I, they couldn't. I, I wouldn't have worked for them. So, you yeah. know, Claire's now getting, wants to get in on this action. And, uh, of course. Of course. So Julia's <laughs> saying, hi, Claire. Mommy and Daddy are talking right now. <laughs> exactly. And and there's some, some great comments in the chat as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Anna's saying, OMG, I need to read about Gabriel parenting the preteen and teen years and dating. <laughs> and, and, and Dolly is saying, Anna, nothing's worse. Then when they discover the toilet seats, it's not something to shove your head in. LOL. Shell saying a toddler is determined to do whatever and whenever they want, which is true. Absolutely. And Flora also noted she wants to see them as a family on screen and Gabriel being the doting dad. Mm -hmm. Hashtag promise. Gabriel will be very protective. Dahlia notes. And yes, uh, Shell said yes, throwing things in the toilet, watches, toys, books, mm-hmm, phones, mm-hmm. and all the toilet flushing Anna notes. So, um, SR, you could get some inspiration from this chat if uh, you're thinking of uh, future scenes. Um, I, I bet he has his own <laughs> stories at some point in time. <laughs> I am sure. I am sure he does. And also, special hello to dear KK. Hey, KK. Oh, I'm so glad to see you in the chat, Karen. Sending big hugs to you. Um, we are chatting about chapter 64, the final chapter in Promise. And Julia and Gabriel are celebrating the fact that they are definitely going together to Edinburgh. And uh, as they have the discussion on um, out in the quad or uh I think that's where they are walking um, on the campus of Oxford. Uh, the three-quarter time show is on. Absolutely. Uh, Julia was thinking about, you know, now now they finally have this decision. Now it's kind of like how to put this into practice. And uh, Julia asked about their house in Cambridge. You know, what's going to happen? What about Rebecca? And... <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, Anna said one of one of her daddy's Mont Blanc pens being flushed. Oh, <laughs> I think. Oh. <laughs> oh, Anna, that that is <laughs> priceless. Um, there's all kinds of ideas and inspiration for us are in this chat. Um, so you know when they were talking about Rebecca, Gabriel said he's hoping that she would come with them to Edinburgh, and. He also had been thinking about possibly asking Rachel and Aaron to house it while they were away. And this would give them, this would give Aaron and Rachel a chance to save some money while they um, are, you know, starting their new jobs mm-hmm. and uh, they could kind of live there while they save to get the house of their, their own in Boston. And Julia loved that idea. Uh, she thought that would be great. And I'm looking in the chat uh, saying, Lori said it would be a test for Gabriel uh, and uh, if uh, the Mont Blanc pen was flushed. And Dahlia said that oh, will yeah. drive Gabriel crazy. I think I'd like to see Gabriel doing breath work and meditating, perhaps some yoga. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And Elena said, Gabriel will forgive anything little Claire happens to do wrong. She is his princess. Absolutely. Yes. And Betty, I agree. Betty's saying they can't do the trip without Becky. No. Um, and Anna also says parenting will be the hardest test for Gabriel. And uh, I think you're right about that, too. So, you know, all of the things now are starting to swirl in Julia's head. She's thinking about all the things they need to do to prepare for the trip. But Gabriel caught her hand and was toying with her wedding ring and said he was so, so glad they were embarking on this together. He knew they'd be busy and it would be an adjustment. But what a great adventure living in Edinburgh would be. Which, honestly, this is one of the reasons why I really am hoping that SR writes another book, um, if, if he so chooses. It would be great to kind of see what their life in Edinburgh would be like. Mm-hmm. Um, Julia teased that she thought that he was a hobbit who liked to stay in his hobbit hole and disdained adventure. Mm-hmm. And he said he looked more like Aragon than a hobbit. And she agreed. <laughs> <laughs> I love his references. Um, and only if Orlando Bloom is playing him. <laughs> wow. As long as Claire didn't flesh Botticelli's illustration, all, illustrations all should be fine, Betty noted. Yes. And uh, Flora agreed with Black Lab Lady the little Princess Claire could do anything she pleases. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Lab Lady says, I love the actress playing Rebecca. Looking forward to seeing more of her. I do, too. And Anna says, OMG, those illustrations need to be secured in their padded box. Yes, they do. I do think they will do that. Definitely Aragon, Shell said. And she also wants to see Gabriel in a kilt. I do uh, believe that was one of my questions to SR, so I'm curious if he's going to answer that one. Um, I think Gabriel in a kilt would be... Uh, would be great fun. And I actually could see him doing it. Oh, I could see him uh, doing it as long as he's wearing it properly. Exactly. Well, I, I <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Gabriel said they should call Greg Matthews immediately. And I noted earlier, uh, I think Anna said she loved the actor who played Greg Matthews. Mm-hmm. I agree. I thought the casting was great on that. And Gabriel took a hold of the stroller and said, He'd be calling a kilt maker in Edinburgh and ordering one. He wasn't sure about the Clark Tartan or an Emerson Tartan, but if there was one to honor Grace and Richard, uh, he wanted to have a kilt made for little Claire to honor them as well. They wanted, he wanted to have a kilt made as a Mitchell Tartan in order to honor Julia's father. Uh, so little Claire is already going to have uh, <laughs> uh, have her own kilts made. Of course. Uh, thanks to only the best for the Principessa. You know, and, and the tartan plaids, a lot of them had, had fallen away because if, if you go back to your Outlander series, the Battle of Culloden, mm-hmm. the uh, British government at that, or the king or whomever it was decided there were... You know, there were no more uh, plaids because of the uh, problems that they were having with, you know, the Jacobites and all that kind of stuff. So, right. So right. It's, you know, they probably do have a kilt out there somewhere. They just have to really dig for it. 
And and of course, they like to do their research as well, right? So they'll definitely do. And, you know, I think the idea of having these little quilts made for baby Claire is adorable. And I think it would be so, so great. <laughs> as Anna says, Julio in a kilt, swooning. <laughs> <laughs> well, OMG, Anna Priceless. Claire, yes. Claire coloring in the Botticelli illustration. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes. No, that that will not happen. And maybe Gabriel could get a special kilt for Claire's rabbit. <laughs> and says, there's a lot of hearts happening here. <laughs> yes, Julio in a kilt would be dot, 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 Flora said. Um, yes, yes, yes. Uh, that would be quite, quite, quite the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, he wears everything well, so I'm sure he would rock the kilt like he rocks everything else um so they julia's thinking about some other things you know all the other things to consider and then she said while we're getting ready to move to scotland what about the memento mori um and dahlia yes we did get to see him in a towel though but a kilt heart drops dead (laughs) (laughs) hashtag kilt for the wind shell says Mm -hmm. (laughs) anna says they can make copies of the illustrations for claire Mm -hmm. that's true that is true they they that could have their own botticelli coloring book book. Mm -hmm. (laughs) love that maybe we should suggest that for passion to the passion flick store (laughs) so before they invite Rachel and Aaron to move in, Julia said she's worried about what could the intruder possibly come back? And Gabriel looked down at Claire and she's given him a huge smile and he turned to Julia a bit, a bit more somber and reflecting on her comment and saying they still have the memento mori and we have a sketch of the intruder and the police still have this as an open case. Mm-hmm. Um, while he still will continue to make inquiries, he was inclined to believe that the thief would not be coming back. Either he couldn't find a collector or that he was deterred by the security system. So Julia asked if Rachel, uh, Julia was still worried about their safety. And he thought by the time they arrived, in, it would be September. The break-in had happened in December prior So the chances would be really small. Plus, remember, they had the souped-up security system that Nicholas's people installed. So Julia liked that and suggested they keep the memento mori for a while and then donated anonymous to the Palazzo Riccardi. It's Ricciardi, isn't it? Riccardi. Um, Riccardi. Mm -hmm. And that, because she knows they would love to have it. So Gabriel agreed. They would kind of keep it for now and then donate it quietly and he started pushing the stroller down uh, as they walk back towards the room and yes Shell says the Dante coloring books would bring Botticelli to a whole new generation as Mm -hmm. well as Dante Mm -hmm. and is saying Dante is a children's book a project for Gabriel and Julianne there you go and we love that idea Anna Um, who knows Maybe that's something SR could do. (laughs) So as they're walking, Claire turned around, pointing her chubby finger at Gabriel, saying, da, 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 da. 
Oh my gosh, can you imagine this scene? Gabriel stops and he crouches in front of the stroller, pointing to himself, saying, Dada. Claire repeated it now, moving her head back and forth, saying, Dada, 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 clapping her hands, grabbing her bunny, and then she started chewing on the bunny. Gabriel whispered, uh, actually, he's pointing to himself again, saying, That's right, Principessa, Dada. And as Lori said, aww, I know, so sweet, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. He whispered it as if it were a prayer than, rather than a name. Julia touched his shoulder, saying she had been trying to teach her mama first. But of course, Claire, like her father, had other ideas. He ruffled Claire's hair, saying that Claire, like her mother, had her own ideas. And Gabriel thought this moment was quite intense. I think this really struck him. This was so powerful and so emotional to him. Absolutely. Um, again, just a, a beautiful culmination of the journey. Um, I'm imagining the scene in Gabriel's excitement of hearing those words, Flora said. Melting, Black Lab Lady says. I know. It's so sweet. It really, really is. Uh, it, it, it truly is. Yeah. yeah. Um, he, you could say he had allergies with the tears in his eyes. And he asked where they were going. And Julia took over the stroller and said, we're heading back to the room. She was going to call Greg Matthews and take a video of Claire calling him Dada. And yes, Shell, it's Claire's unconditional love. What a scene this will have make, this will make in the movie if they... They have to do promise, Black Lab Lady says. Yeah, this scene would be. And, of course, Julio and Melanie would act this out beautifully. Um, it would and, be a, a beautiful scene. And as far as yeah. keeping hope alive. But, and nothing yes, yes. But, but we should be, yeah, and we should be clear. This promise has not been optioned. They only they have optioned the first three books of the series. Right. Um, I, I think there had been some confusion uh, this week that some people thought Promise was actually optioned and hasn't right. been. But it would be beautiful if it, it was. The spend the scene especially. Mm -hmm. I mean, the journey they've taken together, and then the fact that he never, at one point, was never going to be Gonna a father. To, no. He never After felt Maya. worthy of being a father. He never felt worthy of being mm -hmm. a father. He felt he was a murderer. He felt he was a horrible person. And he, he didn't want to bring someone into the world. And then to have this turnaround. <laughs> Betty, can you imagine Gabriel's face if Claire's first word was Paul? <laughs> that would have ended the relationship altogether. <laughs> yeah, that would that would probably not go well. But of course, of course, she would say Dada, mm -hmm. her her beloved Dada. That's right. And so as they're walking back and Claire's uh, going to be on a video because Julia really wants to capture that. She said, we can save it for prosperity and to show our family. And it was at that moment as he started walking with his family that Gabriel felt truly happy. His new name from his beloved daughter, he was feeling truly blessed and hopeful and happy with his family.
They were headed for a great adventure in Scotland. And no matter the challenges or dangers they faced, they would do so together as a family. That was Gabriel's promise. Finn, in the words of the author. So I love the way... I really love the way this book ended. I love the way Redem- or Rapture ended. Obviously, we just watched it. And, and the way he writes his conclusions um, just tugs at your heart. And Absolutely. I thought this, this did too. I think it explained a lot about the book and about the title and about the commitment that he's made now not just to Julia, but to his daughter and to himself. Absolutely. Um, hashtag Emerson's for the win, Shell said. Big sigh, Black Lab Lady said. Aw. Yeah. Everybody's I, swimming a little here at this ending. Really beautifully done. And they walk off into the sunset enjoying life as it comes. Yes getting ready for the next chapter mm-hmm. or the next book as it may be for the toddler that'll be running around and causing <laughs> yes <laughs> i can imagine the toddler toddler claire and catherine picton can you imagine oh my god can you imagine catherine going after, running after a toddler she would love it i i absolutely the character would love it but um <laughs> and her and with rachel and um, uh, Auntie Rachel and Uncle Auntie Aaron, Rachel you know, and Uncle Aaron would be going nuts. As will uh, <laughs> they'll Grandpa, get her all Grandpa the loudest, and... noisiest toys to drive Gabriel nuts. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. there's so many opportunities if he does decide to do a, another book um, to showcase just some fun, um, fun scenes, just like he did in this book with the putting together of the uh, of the toys, the toys and of yeah. the yeah, I can remember one Christmas. I don't know whether it was my mother or my father gave Patrick the Tooneyville trolley. <laughs> yes, batteries intact. Yes. Oh, and yes. The damn thing. Uh, after you know, two Ra- hours, Auntie Rachel will do that. After two hours, the batteries disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's going to sleep now. Yes. <laughs> As Shell said. And I do love that Shell said this. I'm repeating it full circle and emotional and hopeful. And Betty says so much has happened for the Emersons. The future looks bright and promising. Meanwhile, someone in the palace is planning other things. Insert evil laugh. (laughs) (laughs) And Elena said, I think we need SR to continue the saga. We need the Emersons at five years, 10 years, 15 years and on and on. (laughs) And Flora saying, OMG, Catherine and Claire together, so sweet. <laughs> and Anna says, when will the little tykes lawn toys descend? <laughs> oh, yes. God. The, the little tykes car? Mm-hmm. And all kinds I, of fun I, stuff. Yeah. Well, and Ellie said, I wouldn't mind a time jump if SR ever does uh, do more with these characters. Maya transitioning from high school to college and, dating. and a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my gosh. I, you know, my, my father in law. There's so many ways it could go. There's so many ways it could go. Oh God. Yeah. My father in law, God rest him, he used to give my sister in law 
a financial form that any of her dates had to have filled out before they could date her. <laughs> oh my gosh. Needless to say, she didn't date many people in high school. <laughs> well, and Betty's saying Claire would, you could get, have Claire getting a tattoo. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's well, so that, many that other, be, the possibilities see, are endless. He LOL, be Betty, you're pushing it now, Dahlia says. I don't think he so. He may or may not. I don't because know. he's got two now. He's got the, you know, one for Maya and mm -hmm. one for the rest, for the family. Yeah, well, Betty's asking, would Julia be okay with Claire getting a tattoo? I don't know. I don't, I, I just, I, she tolerates the ones on Gabriel, because one, she couldn't do anything about, and the other was a, you know, that was a little different, but. Uh, well, I think it's their, their meaning, I too. And, and tattoos today and the acceptance of tattoos are so different. Mm-hmm. My God, if I had walked in even with a little note on my wrist, I at one point in time I wanted to get my um, zodiac symbol on oh, the yeah. space between my index finger and my thumb. Uh huh. And um, I mentioned it. Don't you dare do anything like that! I got. So <laughs> Oh, and Anna's saying, uh, can you imagine the playhouse Gabriel would have built for his Principesa? <laughs> A custom Lilliput for sure. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Yes, I. it would be, uh, it would probably take up half of their yard. Or the dollhouse in the, in the backyard. Can you imagine? Well, and I'm also curious, too, to see if they would have, uh, you know, if they would adopt, if they would uh, expand their family. You know, a dog for a uh, baby. For a baby. Mm -hmm. Yes. Although I could see, I could see Claire with a cat. Yes. I. It. it there. The possibilities are endless. It really is. Yeah. No, Betty. <laughs> I will not be getting any tattoos between my thighs. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> and that you can go to the bank on. <laughs> never say never. Nope. <laughs> I, I've thought, uh, I, I lately I've been uh, thinking a little bit about a tattoo because of my son, but I'm still torn because I'm I'm not I'm not a big fan of ink on people, but you know, teach their own. Yeah, I think. I think a meaningful one, if if it's the right thing for the right person, again, to each their own is correct. I have my dear friend Rachel um, had a tattoo in honor of her grandmother, mm -hmm. and she kept it hidden. It was a very personal. She told people about, which is mm -hmm. why I'm sharing it with you. But um, it was a little peppermint because her grandmother always kept peppermints in her pocket and would share mm -hmm. them with people. So she actually put it right around her thigh where the pocket would be um, to remind herself of her beloved grandmother. So everybody. You know, everybody is their own thing. I, mm -hmm. um, you know, and like I said, when I was 17, 18 years old, I thought about the one for my mm -hmm. thing. And I, and I have been toying with the idea for, for, for Patrick because I know that He's had, you know, I know he had one for Isabella. He also had one for his friend that passed away. 
uh, when he was in yeah. high school. And but I was like, I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Well, yes. And as uh, Betty says, as long as it's not a tattoo of a middle finger. <laughs> and uh, interesting around your ankle. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in terms of some other, uh, you know, possibilities, Ellie says, I hope they will adopt. And that goes for Rachel and Aaron as well. Yeah, that would be. And Dolly is, uh, uh, Anna's saying a very prim lavender cat for uh, little Claire, which would be sweet. Um, speaking of fur babies, Dahlia said they, uh, her family has a new fur baby in the family, little Coco. Aww. She's her poodle's uh, daughter, and she's driving him crazy. <laughs> <laughs> a lot like Gabriel and Claire, I think, in a couple years. And... Uh, Betty was saying, I was shocked Gabriel was dreaming of having more children after he thought he almost lost Julia. Because, um, yeah, that was, as Black Lab Lady noted, I hope they have another child together and also adopt. But I think Gabriel will have a stroke if he has to go through label with Julia again, which is true. <laughs> and and um, it's going to be, you know, it's a little bit harder for Julia because of her fibroids. But Yes, yes. And Lori says, my future daughter-in-law has a full sleeve. It has been an adjustment for me. I like tattoos more now. Yeah, I, I think I think some of it has to do too with the artwork and the images. And as as Pam says, and I agree, to each their own. And Black Lab Lady congratulates you, Dolly, with the new puppy. And she has eight dogs. She loves them, which is why she is Black Lab Lady. That's right. Our dear friend Elena. So... Yeah, I, I think there's so many possibilities. Um, I'm hopeful. I, I am hopeful he writes more on um, the series, but I know he has so many other ideas. And frankly, I would love to see, you know, you know I, I say this all the time, another book for Nicholas and Acacia. Mm -hmm. And of course, he has his new book he's working on with, with new characters. With the Canadian and the Spaniard. The Canadian and the Spaniard. Um. And Anna's saying, a stately Great Dane, a gentle giant would be perfect for the Emerson family. <laughs> Shell saying Marmaduke. Marmaduke. <laughs> we have, we had, um, one house I, we, when I lived in New York that we had, we had a neighbor that had a, a Great Dane named Texas. At the time, I, was, I would drove a Toyota 4Runner. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, I parked the car and all of a sudden I have this face coming in my window <laughs> it, was, it was texas the great day <laughs> and we had kelly girl and then when i sold when i sold our co-op um and the bank the bank for the new buyers had come in to take pictures for i guess whatever they do on their end and there's kelly sitting on the couch tail wagging and and happy to see somebody walk in the door <laughs> She was so cute, my Kelly girl. I know. I think it's funny that you had a, a dog named Kelly and I had a dog named Kelly. Mm -hmm. But I had a boy dog named Kelly. Kelly yeah, so Blue. Does, so did my friend Barbara. And, and we used An to old say, English sheepdog with one blue eye and one brown eye. Well, my friend Barbara, they had a, it was a mutt that they named Kelly. And we used to, as growing up, we used to say that Kelly had a tail that was washed in VO5. It made his tail do what he wanted to do. Because uh, it would circle. It was in a circle all the time. Aw. 
So. Anyway. Oh, and I'm looking. There's so many suggestions now. This is so sweet. Mm -hmm. Floor said she loved the Marmaduke comic strip. Oh, and Anna, she said, good choice uh, for the cat, but I'd lab would be great too. Mm -hmm. R. Murphy, she, Anna noted, and she also said labs are sweethearts. Mm -hmm. um, they are. It's true. I, I And I saw, uh, I also was thinking about a St. Bernard, as Dahlia mentioned. That could be that could be a lot of fun to see. I used and to, I she used has th a friend of hers has three Saint Bernards. Oh god! I, can't I, even imagine. I babysat for a family that had a, a Saint Bernard named Martha. <laughs> and in the summertime, Martha would drool. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, I know. I they do, but I just love them. <laughs> I know. I do too. I do too. But I've also always wanted a uh, new new thing. Oh yeah. Well, and I love Betty's suggestion. She said maybe a book with Nicholas Acacia, William Raven, and the Emersons together in a house while trying to solve a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> what a plot that would be! I think oh, Elena yeah. said. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Gabriel would never be able to deal with the drool of the Saint Bernard. <laughs> Elena said. <laughs> Dolly's and decided Betty's on a roll today. <laughs> and she isn't she always Dahlia? Betty is the best. Oh, mm -hmm. um, she said Anna has Anna's son has a darling little black pit bull. Connor is a lazy couch pup. <laughs> yeah, I, I you know the the possibilities are endless. Oh, I know. And I know. So I I'm just excited and I'm. I'm really glad we were able to go through this book and we have so much to look forward to coming up next week we as do. the boss comes. will be with us. SR, be ready to join us. He wants to chat about the movie, part three. We can talk a little bit, of course, celebrating Julia's birthday. And uh, it would be really really it's going to be fun because yeah, well, I'm, I'm i'm eager to i, I have a feeling there's it, i'm eager to hear his insights so and, it's always fun when he joins us and we'll be um the following week we'll be celebrating claire's 10th birthday <sighs> and as betty says yes let's fangirl all over the film again absolutely yes. Absolutely. And Dahlia, he's still working on his new book. So uh, she, she asked about uh, any idea of his book. He, he is, is still working on it. He is, and there is a snippet out on Twitter of of something that he wrote. Um, I you know I've copied it for our, our Twitter feed. It's in his Twitter feed, and I am think it's probably on his um, Facebook page as well. Yes, and, and I know Betty's been been promoting it as well. Yes. So it'll be fun. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. So. To next what, week. Uh, yes, to next week. And what, what song are you uh, taking us out on, Pammy? Because your, your intro today was gorgeous. You like that? I love oh, I, I love, love Jesse Cook. Anyway, um, here comes the sun. Ah, uh, beautiful. Because the sunshine is shining on them now. It definitely is. And... A new chapter, a new day, a new book. That's right. It's going to be a good weekend and a good week, friends. Good week, Please take care. 
plan to join us in the chat next week when we talk to SR. <laughs>